It's beefy, baby. My name is Luke Hodson. Alex Morrison. You ready? I'm ready. It's a movie podcast. Let's get it. Grease soaked mess. It's a movie podcast. Rated PG 13. Your mom didn't make that casserole. You're nauseous? Yeah, I'm nauseous. Don't be nauseous. I was making weird gurgly noises while I was drinking water while Alex was getting ready to make him uncomfortable, and I succeeded really well in making him uncomfortable. That made me feel fucking ill. But now my tummy's uncomfortable. It should be. It has a mixture of air and water in it, and they aren't mixing well, and I feel like I have to burp really bad, and I I keep talking, and it's getting worse. It was violently disgusting. It was really gross. I want to see if we can find a way to put it in the recording. I'll put it at the end. I'm pretty sure that we picked it up. I'll put it at the end. Jesus Please, Christ. I just had a huge burp. Don't no, burp. You're, <laughs> you're too close to my face. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. I have a very neutral and contained energy today, as you can tell. Yeah, not violent nope. and destructive or, chaotic, you know, all the things. It's none of those things. Relax. Hi. I'm flicking Alex right now. My name's Alex. My name's Luke. And he's Luke. Yes. And I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. We're both guys. Mm. Hola, Nina. Because our podcast is mainly listened to by women. And if you're a dude, what's up, bro? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome to an episode of the Bucket of Beef Show. My name is Luke Hodson. <laughs> I guess my name is Alex Morrison. <laughs> um, yeah, so our plan today was to talk about Pulp Fiction, and it is still our plan. Yes. Um, we did have to deviate a little bit um, mm-hmm. from our, our Rasta of, of guests. As you guys know, Freddie was supposed to join us on this episode. Uh, we couldn't figure out how to get sound stuff mixed well. We tried to record. We had... A bunch of issues on the way. We're recording and... between two different states, so it's a little bit of a yeah. And also, trial. T- trying to record three people is remarkably difficult. Yeah. Um, but Freddie was really graceful in uh, trying to join us on an episode, and then kind of talking through some things, and just deciding that uh, we're gonna push on, and then try to get Freddie on an episode in the in the next season when we have a big podcast studio and can fly Freddie well, out really to New York, mm-hmm. and then get Freddie a really big super nice five-star hotel room with room service mm-hmm. and like a, a driver a limo driver and a butler can, and a butler mm-hmm. um a big pool yes all the, the stuff butler will do sex things too okay. if desired if desired yeah <laughs> rodrigo rodrigo the uh rodrigo Rod- rodrigo <laughs> rodrigo 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 uh incredible uh, so yeah, we'll see Freddie next time. Freddie, if you're listening, you know we love you. Thank you so much for everything that you've done for this podcast. Um, you've really helped uh, to give us the, uh, the 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 sound that we the sound that gives this meaning. podcast soul and meaning Heart and breath and silliness and silliness. Yeah, mm-hmm. indeedio. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but yes. So we're here today to talk about Pulp Fiction, and we discussed beforehand, Luke is doing Question of the Day. I'm doing Q of the Goo. Q of the Goo. All right, you want to hear it? Yes, Would I you am. rather have no toes or no teeth? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you were like, okay, um, no toes or no teeth? Yes. You can operate without toes. I'm cool with not having toes. Yeah. I'm very cool with not having toes. Okay. Like, if I don't have to cut my toenails like What once, about this? I changed my mind. No nose or no teeth? Well, you just have little Voldemort holes. Uh, no teeth. No teeth. I can get veneers. Mm. I can't have no nose. No. No. You don't want to wear a little scarecrow mask. I'll be nose. big fucking ugly, brother. I don't yeah. want that. I'll be so nasty looking. Your face would look crazy without a nose. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Don't I have a weird head shape? To not have a nose, yeah. <laughs> I feel like in general. I feel like your head's normal size. I mean, for the most part, but like... You the... kind of have like a deep head. I do Does have a deep sense? head. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had too this much. Is your brain so big? It looks like your brain should be in the center of your head, the way it's shaped. <laughs> well, because you know how some people like they get held like a baby and they're always like on their backs, and they're like, "Don't do that too much," because then your head's gonna be concaved. I feel like I had too much tummy time. I have a really flat head. You kind of do have, I have a, flat a really head. flat in the back. It's just super flat. Even on the top, it's pretty flat. What happened? I don't know. 
it's like they grilled me on both sides. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they kind of did. But you're still, like I said, one of the smartest people I know. Really, one of the geniuses of this generation. I'm also really comfortable sleeping on the floor because I can just put my fl- the flat part of my head on the ground See, and just my, sleep like a vampire. My back and neck don't allow me to sleep on the floor. It's yeah. like there's a weird ridge. Like I can I can't connect my back and neck to the ground no matter how hard oh, I try. Can't do it. That's that's not fun. No, you should go to a chiropractor. I I should. Second season, we're gonna get a chiropractor live on air. I. We and we're gonna crack them up. We can't do no, that. Why not? Because I will fart. I... <laughs> yeah, I'll fart for sure. But I'll also cry. And we've talked about this. Why would you I don't cry? Want... You do have so much pent up emotions. Pent up emotions that out? can that can reveal themselves physically, uh, especially if brought to a chiropractor. Damn. Yeah. But we, you know, we're, we'll we'll work. I kind of really want to take you to a chiropractor now. Let's talk about our, our hopes and ambitions for the second season. Of See the show. how I got out of talking about no teeth or no nose. That's how you do it, folks. Wait, no. Okay, so you know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'd pick no teeth as well. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You look pretty good with no nose, though. I think. Yeah, you think I look good? I don't think my look nose bad. is that bad. No, I just don't. It's not. You have a great nose. Wow. Okay. But I think it's so good that it wouldn't matter if you were noseless or not. Aww. Like, you'd still be remarkably frightening to look at, but you have such, yeah. you have such gentle eyes. I'd just be blinking at you like a no-nosed man. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, look at this nose. What do you think guy. I'd sound like without... Do you think I'm... You'd be like, oh. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the... I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I lost it. But what are, what are our hopes and ambitions for this next season? Oh, uh... You got me on the spot. Did you like that question? Is that your question of the day? It's provocative in a way. I know. I didn't even get to prepare it. I don't even have a, th- a th- five-year plan or a one-year plan or a two-month plan. Hmm. But, I mean, people have to keep... say this is a business venture. Yeah. And we got to be business. Maybe get an actual sponsor. We're, yeah, but you got to <laughs> get an actual sponsor. Hold on. I want to get sponsored by Pringles. Okay. You want to be a Pringles boy First sponsor? First one, I want to get sponsored by those weird Doritos Dynamite sticks. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Um, I want to keep making content with my buddy. Yeah. I right, just have fun. Guys, we got to do a play reading. We did. It was very fun. It, we got to do it together. Yeah. I hadn't gotten to act with this boy in a minute. No. You really brought my confidence up in that. That was really oh, special. Good. That I'm like glad. really brought some really... It should be up. It should be enormous. That was really good. Yeah. So, um... so what do you hope for? Yes, I would love to have a sponsor. I would love to make enough, like actively, where we could film it for real. Yeah, like I know we we have the camera. We're we gonna have the use the camera, camera, but like I want to like go into a studio and do it too. Yeah, it'd be nice to have like even just five or six episodes where we can like headphones. talk and you know like like you know just so people like see how we actually interact with each other. Like how much we hold each other is insane. Yeah, we're I'm cradling him right now. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of constant, folks. Yeah, I'm actually standing up right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm just buried in. He his has belly a little button. mic that's a, lo- a little lower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just like on a little ladder. See how it's, it, like, it kind of sounds like he's he's looking down at me, mm-hmm. and it just sounds I like, always am, and it sounds like I'm looking up at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the it's like the opposite of our podcast picture. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so next season, we're, we're going to get new podcast pictures. Yes. We're going to. We're going to have mustaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to be on your back. I think you should. Yeah. I think you should carry me. Yeah. I think we should get those pictures taken this month. Why not? That sounds like a good It sounds, a good sounds like a Black History Month type of thing. Yeah. You should be carrying me. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. You, sta- you could be standing on top of me. Yeah. I don't want to stand on you. No. I just want to equal it out. I'll give you a piggyback ride. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like you'd be pretty good at that. Yeah. Um, I got a rump. I got to use it. So you decided on the on the Patreon too, right? Yes, I love Star Wars. <laughs> I think we should do Star Wars. So so basically, what what my plan is is we're gonna watch all of the, just all the feature films. Tell me, like, what order are we doing? Are we doing? We'll do prequels on. We're not gonna do like chronological order. Okay. We're doing it like story wise order. I think the jury's still out on whether or not I want to watch like the. Uh, not ex- I don't know if extended universe would be right, but like the one-offs, like Rogue One or Solo. I've seen Rogue One. Yeah, uh, but maybe maybe we will. They don't have a ton. They just have Rogue One and Solo for the one-offs. So mm-hmm. I think that would be a doable thing. You guys can hear uh, just how much I 
uh, just how much disdain I have for the sequel trilogy. Have you seen the entire sequel trilogy? Star um, Wars? I don't think I. I've Which seen... is exciting to me that I'll... you potentially haven't. I've seen the first one because the first one is the one where they and and it's so funny because I I've seen a lot of them but I retain nothing from them. Yeah, because I remember the first, like the very like the actual first one. No, or... no, 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 the first one in the second trilogy. Yeah, because they have that race that lasts a really long time and there's like oddly no music in it. Yeah, they're focused. They're just super focused. Yeah, and I was like, what the is that racing? Yeah. And then I've I've seen the 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 high ground Anakin stuff. Mm-hmm. That's pretty That's much all, all remember. I remember. You don't even know anything from the actual like original trilogy. I mean, I know. Do you don't stuff. remember anything? I remember big quotes. Big quotes, like what? When Jabba goes, oh, 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 yeah, or when he goes, we are not the droids you are looking for, Ooh. or uh, or I'm your dad, bitch. Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good one to remember. Yeah. Um, so cool. I'm, I'm excited. excited. Ooh, Ooh, Jinx, you owe me some beef. Here <laughs> we go. A little jerky. A little jerky. Honestly, right. we should get to try to get sponsored by Jack Links. Jack Links? Yeah, dude. That'd be a huge sponsorship. I know, it'd be enormous. You know, I, what do you think Jack Links is, is like, you think Pringles is like tiny compared to Jack Links? I think compared to Jack Links, yeah, because I mean, I mean, mass producing chips seems easy. Mass producing Jack beef. Links sounds like you need to go to church. Yeah, that's fair. Like those people are going to hell, mm-hmm. but for like tastiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Damn. Yeah. The wars we wage. <laughs> the wage we war. <laughs> Jack Links, if you're out there, please. The watch we wear. Um, cool. So we watched Pulp Fiction, what, two weeks ago now? So this is going to be fun just for the sole purpose of, like... Remembering. Remembering. <laughs> and then also having already did... The- well, yeah, we did We did do an entire podcast on it and then realized that the audio got fucked up yeah. at the end. That's what happens when we don't have an engineer just, like, eyeing all this stuff. Yeah. We just plug in and hope. We do just plug it in. Yeah, we don't even do a, a level check really anymore. We <laughs> used just to. Gonna do it. Remember when our setup used to take thirty minutes and we would painstakingly like record samples and see how it worked? Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. And there are mic pops here and there, and yeah, I think it depends. I Sometimes, burped. yeah, and I'm yawning right now. I mean, we think you'll probably be able to hear it just fine. I think you'll probably hear me yawning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. synopsis time. Um. How how do you want to do synopses? Mm. Want to do it like uh, I can see you're getting tired. The more we've sat here, I am sleepy. <laughs> I kind of want some coffee, but it's so far away, and we're not gonna pause this. I say that I explain the synopsis of Pulp Fiction right now. Okay, and I'll leave in. I'll drop in some little some little uh, what is it? I'll be like your hype man. Yes. Okay. So Pulp Fiction is Pulp ba- Fiction. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yep. Exactly. Is basically a a take on you know a Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction works that were extremely popular between the fifties and the seventies. Yep. In the United States, a Pulp Fiction piece is essentially just like a, like a scandalous sort of C tier a fiction form of debauchery occasionally violence uh they're kind of sexy things like that sexy pulp fiction so this is basically like a pulp epic pulp epic in a way i don't know if i would necessarily call it as an epic because there's not a there's a pretty big journey i'll say there's a journey basically every character in this story uh is connected in some way to uh what's the what's the big bad's name wallace what's his first name see this marcellus wallace to marcellus wallace pulp fiction we've got uh two of his his greatest operatives which are named which are named fuck dude yeah dude it's been a minute since we watched i don't have my phone to look at i have my phone pull it out pull it out pull it out two of his greatest operatives played Uh, by john travolta and Travolta and samuel l jackson we have uma thurman who plays his wife we have uh, two star-crossed lovers who get crazy in a diner. Um, and we've got uh, Butch. Is it Butch, right? Butch Coolidge. Butch Coolidge, amateur boxer, or I guess professional boxer. John Travolta is also Vincent Vega, and Samuel Jackson is also Jules Winfield. And then we also have... Pulp Fiction. Butch's girlfriend. Basically, this movie is a collection of vignettes uh, that comprise the overall story of this movie. It's out of order. It's very fun. And it brings uh, a bit of uh, 
elevated art to the commonly criticized form of Pulp Fiction novels. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Came out in the 90s. Came out in the 90s. Uh, Yeah, so... um... It, 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 I, I'm I'm finding as we've like talked about these movies that the ones that we both mutually find very good. I mean, there's stuff that we both individually find good in almost everything we we watch, mm-hmm. but the things that we are like, oh, this is a good movie, is usually the ones that are like goofily complex. That is our style of movie. That's fair. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, like everything everywhere all at once. I was just, I went back and listened to that yesterday and the way that we were talking about how it was like, we were so excited. We were so excited, but yeah, it's like, I mean, there's like, there's like a base story, but like, what are you, are you combing your eyebrows? Okay. Comb my eyebrows. Is this a mini comb? Yeah. Why do you have that? My subletters left it here. (laughs) I have an eyebrow comb. Are you sure that's an eyebrow comb? Hmm. I wouldn't be sure about Keep that. Keep going, I interrupted you. Sorry. Um, yeah, but, like, um, I mean, you have these uh, three kind of little motifs. It's all one big story, but the way that it's kind of laid out and placed in, in, uh, within the whole film gives it a complex feel, but also um, a lot of it is just a goofy mess in the best possible way. Um, and it's very, very fun. And I'm sure we'll get into like specific story things, but tell me tell me what you liked about this movie. Ooh, I mean, one thing I really like about this movie is that, and I had talked about this before, but I love films that, that know, like, the... Uh, films that know what they are and, like, go all in on, on what they are. Like, this film... Um, it just has like it has such a, a distinct vision and an absurdity that it leans all in into, whether it's you know the the unexpected deaths that occur, the un, unexpected, um, just like the extremity, the extremity of this film, I think is a really powerful thing about it, and its willingness to you know top itself again and again and again, but make those extreme moments just uh, almost mundane to the characters yeah yeah <laughs> aside from a few things here and there you know yeah um yeah that's what i think is really enjoyable about it just the this kind of look that we get on this absolutely absurd lifestyle and how how it's viewed as just like a basically a casual <laughs> it's los angeles a casual experience you know by the characters you know not every single character, but yeah, for the most part, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you fully. And that's I um, think a fun thing. Tarantino does that very well. I feel he like. does, and yeah. like all of his films. Yeah, like, I mean, the world feels very lived in, and when these crazy things happen, everyone's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, which I mean, I guess that's a difference that kind of um, adheres to that goofy nature. Yeah, you know, because what kills me in this movie is there aren't any cops, really. No, there really aren't cops. No one's there's worried. a guy that stresses a cop. Yeah, but no one's worried about cops. No, <laughs> no, uh, not, not a not single person. Um, well, except for when they kill that guy on accident in the back of the car. Yeah, but even then they're like, "Fuck!" Like they're like, "It's a nuisance or whatever." Yeah. they're not like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" They're like, "God damn it!" It's like you spilled a the upholstery. Yeah. The upholstery. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Um. When we did this with Freddy, we kind of went motif by motif. Yeah. Um, I think we can kind of Well, the first thing that I talked about was what's your your favorite, like, vignette in this movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, My favorite, I think, it's been a couple weeks now, but I think the one that I could watch over and over again is the the Bruce Willis one. Yeah. I think that's my favorite. Yeah. 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 Um, I just think... It, that is so unexpected because mm-hmm. you kind of expect with Vincent and Marcellus's wife that something's going to happen. Yeah. Cause there's, I mean, there's a lot of like lead into it. They're like, Oh, the last guy who was with her fell off of a building and mm-hmm. Marcellus did something. So you got to be careful. So you could have only expected that. And you have the very beginning motif with Tim Roth and in the restaurant, and then you have the whole Royale with cheese bit with Samuel Jackson and all that, whatever. But like, 
the the Bruce Willis one just goes to a place you just don't expect it to at all. Yeah, and I like how it starts with Christopher Walken. Yeah, giving yeah. that monologue about the importance of a wa- of of his father's watch and Most like doted he, monologue I've he had seen. to keep it in his ass for three years, and then though his father had to keep it in his ass for three years, and then he kept it in his ass for two. He's at seven years or something. Seven like years is seven years within an ass. Yeah, it still works. That Swiss craft craftsmanship. Oh no, it was made by one of the first watchmakers or something. Is that what he said? I don't remember. Or was it? I, I think it was a, a U.S. watch. Okay. An American watch for an American boy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it ends with, you know, the gimp and the event. The event. Yeah. yeah. We're not even trying to say the, 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 the real big bad word there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like, and, and also that one ends better than the other ones. Yeah, and it's do. all kind of, it's like it not has a really a happy ending, ending, but it's like it ends up working out. Yeah. For everybody, yes, in as good of a way as it possibly could have. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we didn't really. I mean, no, we didn't. Who's your favorite character in this? Like, everyone is such a, a. Yeah, they're all really. Everyone bad. is fan fucking tastic in this movie. You know, my. I really like Bruce Willis's. Uh, I like Butch's girlfriend a lot. Yeah. What's her name? Her name is the like gal that just wants a pot belly. Uh. Fabienne. Fabienne. I like Fabienne. Fabienne's good. She's a sweetie. She just wants those pancakes. She wants those pancakes. She's just a cutie gal. Yeah. She's just full of joy and love. And she deserves to live by a river. <laughs> um, I very much... I mean, I, don't, I mean, I like, like, I like Butch a lot. I don't know. I don't know why I have such, like, an adverse, like, feeling towards... Not adverse, but, like, uh... Uh, just an intense feeling towards towards Butch Bruce Willis in this. Yeah, but I guess if I had to pick another character, I'd probably I'd probably pick Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just because of his monologue at the end, that kind of wraps the whole thing up. Yeah, it's good. Him just trying to be good, mm-hmm. trying to be a good guy. Because mm-hmm. um, he would have fucked them up. He would have fucked them up. Oh bad. yeah, he would have just killed him immediately. Yeah, um, and the cops wouldn't have come. No, been fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What a lawless place. I know. Los Angeles is crazy. Let's move out there. I don't want to go to LA anymore. We can live in a tent on Venice Beach. I don't like Los Angeles. We can just work out constantly. That sounds pretty cool, actually. We can do a boxing match for charity against that the the guy that super ripped, but he pretends to be old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the ones who play basketball that pretend to be really yeah. old. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be great, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I very much like the um, Uma Thurman bit as well. Not as much, but like, I don't know. I think she has really good chemistry with John Travolta. She does. They have wonderful chemistry in that. They do. And I love the the diner that they go to. Like every every kind of thing that Tarantino ever does, like in terms of pulp pulp pop culture homages in all of his films are always really fun. Yeah. Like, when they go into that 50s-themed diner and, like, see all this stuff. And it's kind of fun because, like, the 50s were the start of, of sort of the Pulp Fiction, like, era. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's fun to see, like, them visiting sort of that period of time. Yeah. With all these different celebrity impersonator waiters and singers and all this stuff. It's cute. It's like an extreme version of Ellen Stardust Diner. Yes. <laughs> I mean, not too far off, I guess. honestly. Yeah, that's true. You know? As far as I know, Ellen's is the closest thing that we have. But they don't wear costumes there. They don't. Mm-mm. They should. Maybe they shouldn't. I don't, I don't think know. they should have to. That would be torture, I It feel. would. You gotta be dressed as Alpha, but you just gotta get green every day for work. It's already fucking torture, dude. I, I could not. I, like, and I don't. Say, I just say torture in the nicest way possible because those people probably are some of the hardest working. Yeah, service people. But like doing ever. your songs and having like a twelve top. I could. You wouldn't even have a twelve top because all those tables are small. But like, you would have like, I mean, nine or ten four tops and they're on the second floor and then you go down to the first floor to sing a three and a half minute song your yeah. food's up people are thirsty mm-hmm. someone's yelling at that you was great but can crying. we get another glass of water yeah <laughs> <laughs> like fuck you no damn see that's that's the reason and you know that like there are probably so many people that go there that are like can you sing this song yeah what yeah. about this song fuck that 
Because yeah. like, I also oh, know I'd be not, the type of you're person not on Broadway? who, like, Why? Would, I would sing the song and then be like, I did it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I did it for the day. I no, think, exactly. I think I won. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not getting paid $2,000 by the end of that day. Ooh. I don't think you are. You're not. Some probably do make pretty good money, though. I mean, I imagine. Yeah. If, if you're connecting with people and then you sing them a song, I would they lock be, They better tip fucking anyone. well. They better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be fucked up. Yeah. Um... What were we talking about? We were talking about the scene with Vincent and uh, Mrs. Wallace. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Wallace. With Mia. Yeah. And uh, she gets saved because he... Does he get meth? What is that? So he's he's addicted to heroin. Right, okay. So he's a heroin addict. He was in Amsterdam for, what, two or three years? Yeah, yeah. Sent by Marcellus Wallace. Develops a habit for heroin. I like it when he's when he's... That f- that first scene when he's buying from his dealer, and he's like walking through all the, all the stuff, and yeah, he's like he buys his five hundred dollars worth of heroin, and then buys me a five dollar milkshake and, and complains like, about the milkshake. Shit? Yeah, <laughs> which counting for inflation, that is a very expensive milkshake. Yeah, what, yeah. what did we say? I was, was talking to my sister, and it was a, like thirty, 30 bucks, or thirty two bucks or something. That's nuts for a milkshake. Yeah, That's... I will say I bought a I bought an ice cream sundae last night. 18 it was a brownie sunday or whatever no it was actually it was like 11 bucks where at uh juniors juniors where's juniors there's a juniors in downtown brooklyn right now. Ooh. Yeah. shout out to juniors shout out to juniors we should get sponsored by juniors Ooh. they need a modern lids. Day sponsor lids <laughs> yeah Man. there's been a bunch of thefts at the lids in midtown Really? Apparently, yeah, a bunch of people are just stealing hats. Who's stealing hats? I don't know. Leave them alone. Your <laughs> noggin's fine. It's a bunch of people stealing hats at lids. That's so ridiculous. Um, yeah. So, okay. I'm trying to... <laughs> We're really sticking to the task on this one. We are sticking to so task. In so, in terms of that scene, I mean, did you see... You had seen that. You'd seen Pulp Fiction before, right? Once, many years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... How did you feel when? I I love that feeling of tension when Vincent's in the bathroom, who's like, "You're not gonna do anything with her. You've had a great time. <laughs> yeah, you've had yeah. a wonderful night." And like during this whole process, Mia is looking through his coat because she's wearing his coat, yeah. and she finds his heroin in his bag, and she's like, "Ooh, cocaine!" And you just have like this whole, like, "Get out of the bathroom, Vincent." Vince, You're not going to fuck her. Go home. Get your coat. She's going to d- d- snort your fucking heroin. Yeah. <laughs> and she fucking... Foaming at the mouth. Foaming at the mouth. Yeah, whoever did the makeup department did an excellent job. Yes. With her. I don't know how they made her skin look that clammy and fucked up. And jelly, I think. Jelly? Did they put jelly on her? I think so. Yeah. I feel like I read somewhere that if like you're trying to make someone look wet in like a film, they just use like petroleum some, jelly. Yeah, like KY jelly on you. Damn. Okay. They're like insanely wet. Damn. I'm gonna like reapply water so it looks even more wet. This shit. Well, I guess that's what they did. They did a good job. Yeah, very good job. I just love that scene where that's like the only, that's like the one scene where you just see like true, true. I mean, maybe two scenes where you see true, true terror. Yeah. You know, I would yeah. say two probably. Um, but just like the level of fear that Vincent has when he's driving mia to his dealer's house and like trying to get him onto the phone yeah is so good and that whole dialogue that they're having while he's driving and the dealers will be like no no do don't not fucking, fucking take her. come here. don't take her here like take her to the hospital he's like nope because he will kill me marcellus wallace will throw me off a roof and i'll be dead I'll be yes done. yeah um yeah I feel like the most tension-filled uh, moment for me is the wolf. Is like with the wolf. Yeah. And I get they don't. I mean, we talked about it earlier. It doesn't like frame it as like a ton of tension, just like as like a nuisance. But like, and the wolf scene you're talking about with the car, the car cleaning scene, the car cleaning yeah. scene. And but because the only thing that's ever really come close for like extreme anxiety when I've like watched something is Breaking Bad when they're like in the house and they're trying to decompose the the body or whatever. Of that yeah. Guy. Yeah. You remember that? I do. And they like, I don't know, Walt is like, you gotta get all these chemicals, it'll melt the body or whatever, and the blood falls through the bathtub, they're showing the house, and I'm like, <gasps> I mean, but like, 
this is that type of thing for me. I have a terrible nightmare of like I don't think people getting your body dissolved. No, of me having to do it. <laughs> oh, I have nightmares about that sometimes. That you've killed someone and you have to dispose of the body. Yeah, but you wouldn't turn yourself in like a good person. I mean, I, that's not how my, <laughs> my dream. Doesn't want me to do that. But for some Are reason, bad, is it just me? Huh? Is it me? You am I the body? No, I can't. It's always just having a, dreams about killing me, ladies just, and gentlemen. I will say I've had this dream a lot, and it, and it is all. I don't want to. Do know. I ever help? Yes. Really? It's always with people I care about. Am I good at it? And it's, <laughs> but it's always people that I'm like with who are like, who are like, like we have to do this, and I'm like, but we can just, and you're like, no, no. So you're one of those people who's so like, no, we your can't. subconscious believes that I murder and dissolve bodies. I'm saying you wouldn't be incapable of it. Oh, okay. I feel like if there was a real reason that you had to, mm-hmm. you would. Disgusting. Yeah. Icky. Icky. Oof. Yicky. But it's a fun scene. It is a fun scene, yeah. That that, that whole little vignette with, with Wolf, he's like, he's very calm and collected. He's like not taken. That That's also a scene that like makes me fucking hate vincent yeah yeah like vincent's just the worst like but he gets punished for it he does get punished for it he gets very quickly punished for it. that is true you know he's just too laxed in what he does and Mm -hmm. just isn't taking the signs that this movie gives because this movie also has a weird air of like like divine intervention Mm -hmm. and like like a karmic you know stuff in the universe yeah um yeah, and Vincent is just like the pinnacle of none of it. He's like he's not having any of it. He's just kind of living he's his life. He's a selfish not really... bastard. He's very selfish. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Bruce Willis kills him. Yeah. For for almost nothing. And I love how that how unexpected that is. It's just like very... oh, he's there, he's gone. It's it's one of those Tarantino movies where like, cause if, I mean that's early Tarantino, but for some reason like no one really died up to that point except for. The guys in the beginning. Yeah, but it was mm-hmm. just, like, people you didn't know. Sure, yeah, people no characters you that yeah. you really knew died. Yeah. yeah. Uma Thurman came close, but I mean... Yeah, but Mia doesn't die, yeah. But you also, I mean, like, you care about Mia, but you don't really care about her like you would have. Sure, I suppose. You know, just because yeah. you see everyone else for a while. Yeah, because you see that whole time. scene from Vincent's perspective, really, rather than Mia's. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, you get the whole, like, little intro, like, where she's getting ready and all that stuff. Or no. Do you see... Well, you see her snort, snort the coke on her own. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that 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 one was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about this briefly on the other podcast. What do you think was in the briefcase? The golden briefcase. In the, the briefcase, gold. the briefcase is just a mulligan. It don't mean nothing. You think it don't it's mean nothing? It's just something to keep the story moving along. Something to keep the story moving along. Yeah. What do you mean? There's nothing really in the brief. There was no plan of what was in the briefcase. I don't think that. Do you think that Quentin Tarantino has an idea of what was in the briefcase? Yeah, why would he have the briefcase if there was nothing in it? Because it's a classic mulligan. You think it's just a mulligan? It's a classic mulligan. They had mulligans all the time in uh, Pulp Fiction paperback books. I've read plenty. You have? Yeah. Which ones? Jasper and the Whisperers. (laughs) You got the mystery of long-bellied gulch. (laughs) You've got the cowboy and his love. You've got drunk... On Sunset, you've got Crazy Bout Eights. Crazy Bout Eights. You have uh, Tasting the Temptation. You have <laughs> Harry with Geraldo's Girl. Give me three more. You have Red-Capped Cornerstones. You've got... That sounds crazy boring. You've got Come Around to the Pet Store. <laughs> okay. And you've got Why'd You Fuck My Man. Ooh, Why'd mm-hmm. You Fuck My Man. Yeah. That's a movie on BET. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Perry's grandfather <laughs> made that one. <laughs> Why'd You Fuck My Man too? You did it again? <laughs> Oops, I did it again. Why'd You Fuck My Man 3? This can't keep happening. No. <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah. Um, no, but going back, yeah, just... Um, Tarantino doesn't really surprise you with character deaths too much, honestly. No, I wouldn't say so. No. Yeah. Is this your favorite Tarantino movie? No. Okay. We've talked about our favorite Tarantino movies. Not now. Well, what's your favorite Tarantino? We'll say it at the same time. One, two, three. Django. One, no, I said on three. Ugh. Go. Yeah, it's Django, Django Unchained. Django Unchained. 
I can't believe you did that to me. What <laughs> did I do? Out of the bag. You're going to listen to the playback on that. You're supposed to say it on three. Will you say it on three or after three? One, two, three. Django, Django Unchained. Unchained. Yeah, I'm not new to this. I'm so sad. There's no way that happened. Should have been perfect the first time. I'm sorry. But Christoph Waltz is the, is the best Tarantino death period. Oh, yeah. 100%. For sure. Yeah. Christoph Waltz's death? Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. Not, not when he kills Candy. No. It's how, how he dies. Yeah. Because yeah. that one. He gets shot with the shotgun. It, it, he's, Tarantino loves to punish the people that really are just like, whatever. Like, yeah. They get to the point They'll where they break the rules. Just, yeah, they break the rules, kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. he was like, sorry, I can't help myself. Yeah. He's like, you're a fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you you're the worst of the worst, Mr. Candy. Monsieur Candy. M- Monsieur, Monsieur Candy. Monsieur Candy. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, there's not too much else to say about it. I mean, I really like Tim Roth, and I know you really like his girlfriend in that. She's great. She's yeah. so good. Yeah. The way that they go from, like, all cutesy lovey to her being like, put the fucking money in the fucking bag. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, so good. She's wonderful in that. Um, I feel bad for the gimp. I feel so bad for that poor gimp. Yeah. That guy that's just been, like, tortured in that box for who knows how long. He's lost all sense of self. Yeah. All he can do is yelp and cower. Oh, terrible. Horrible. Terrible. I don't know who played that gimp because they did a really good job. I'm sure we can find out. They did a wonderful job. There's no way that guy didn't get credited. No, definitely not. Yeah. He's, he definitely got credited. Yeah. Did you have a least favorite vignette? Um, honestly, I'm not, I, I'm not a fan of the, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not a fan, but like my guess, I guess my least favorite is the Tim Ross stuff at the beginning. Mm. I like it at the end. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, that's that's when all, you have all the layers. I mean, at the beginning, it feels kind of what what's happening. Yeah, but it, it, I like that though. No, no, I, I mean, it, I mean, in but, terms of like my least favorite, it's hard to pick a least favorite because yeah. all the vignettes are pretty good. It yeah. also kind of remarkably the dialogue at the beginning in a lot of Tarantino's dialogue reads like a play. Oh yeah, like the beginning. Well, especially and even the way like that like all of the scenes are split up, they're yeah. like they're set up into those different chapters. Yeah. Uh, it's really good, and it and it you know it emulates like the the feeling of reading a book, mm-hmm. you know, where like you're onto the, dif- the a different chapter, different story, yeah, different story but same world. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's nice. All right, impression time. Okay. Um, feed me an impression from this movie, and I'll try to guess which character you're doing. An but impression, it, but it can't be it can't be anything that act that the the character actually says. <laughs> you're the gimp yeah i'm the gimp baby okay um i'll, I'll do one that's probably really loud i'll go i'll go is that her ODing? yeah <laughs> oh. bingo schmalix but that's what she did what do you want me to do no that was Uma Thurman. you did a noise okay let's do an actual voice out I'll go first, though. I can't think of any voices. Okay, yeah. I'll go. I'll go. Um, I'm going to get you those pancakes. That's that's Butch. Yeah. That's a kind of a line, though. Is it kind of a line? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I got a motherfucking afro. I think that's Samuel L. Jackson. No, that was Vincent Vega. Vincent Vega with Vincent. Yeah, Vincent. No, that was Julian. Wait, he has an afro? He says he has an afro in it? No, you said uh, we were not doing the actual line. Oh, but you threw me for a loop with the afro thing. I did. Damn. That was Vincent Vega. That was good. That was not Samuel L. Jackson. I don't remember him sounding like that. I that remember him sounding kind of like California surfery, like, yeah. Just like a surfer does. <laughs> like, you know, you know, man. Like, uh... And here's me doing butch. Here's me doing butch. Okay. Okay. It's the watch by the motherfucking not stand. How could you forget? He does not sound like that. Yeah, that's Butch. I disagree. Okay, you do one. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marcellus Wallace. Uh, who's, uh, oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> that's horrible. Who, uh, I, I'm trying to, like, d- don't, don't, do not, do not, do not, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do not no no. Do not no no. Is that... <laughs> it's when, when the guy's like, "Don't take her back here." Oh, okay. but I didn't want to give the exact line. 
But the only thing I remember him ever saying is, that's the good shit. Hey, my my girlfriend's got a fucking piercing on her tongue. It's good when, good for getting your dick sucks. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Okay. All content of the film, ladies and gentlemen. All content of the film. Everything mm-hmm. we're talking about is content of the film. Yes. This does not reflect anything in life. This does not reflect... We're just having a good time over here on the Bucket of Beef show. <laughs> it's like a sad dog. Yeah. Poor guy. And I did a dying person. Yeah. Hmm. Who am I? Uh, the guy in the backseat? I'm all the people. Yeah, actually it was. It was exactly be him. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. Seemed like a nice kid. Yeah. All right. Uh, why don't you do a quick little final thoughts? Final thoughts? Good movie. Good director. Good cast. Memorable. Cult classic. Um, kind of like really helped put Quentin Tarantino on the map. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen a culmination of like like this in a long time. Or a lot of people. I don't know. It's just so overwhelmingly itself. Yeah. There's not oh, absolutely. anything really like it. There's not it. really a lot of movies that I can think of that are like Pulp Fiction. When like the, you know? when I think of a of a cult classic, it's like it's this. Like, yeah. I don't think of It's one of those films where it's like so uniquely its own mm-hmm. uh that it's hard to really compare it to anything else unless you're comparing it to another project that Quentin Tarantino has done. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. He is yeah. His vision is so clear. I'm sure he took like concepts from like other older movies that I've that we've never seen. Yeah. And he'd be like, well, it's also kind of like this and that and this and a mixture of this. Because that's what he's good at. He's good at just blending a lot of stuff that he likes. He is. And has seen before. And yeah. he makes it his own. Which is very fair. It's very good. Yeah. Um, I will rate this movie. I'll give this movie an 8.9 out of 10. Right at 9. Nice. Um, Yeah. That's where I feel. That's how I feel it should be. I'll give Pulp Fiction for what it is, 9.3. Cool. They executed very well. They go for exactly what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, I don't really think... Yeah. I, th- I think 9.3. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Very... Uh, the, 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 the violence is very gratuitous. It is very gratuitous. Yeah. I had to take a few a few quiet breaks. Yeah. To mourn. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um... But still very, very fun. Yeah. Um, beef score. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what you gave it last time? I think I just gave it a Royale with cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I also gave it a Royale with cheese. But what's cheese. like a what's a close comparison to... Well, I guess... I was going to say what's a close comparison to a Royale with cheese because it's a quarter pounder with cheese. So. It is just a quarter pounder. That's about all you get. You know, I'm going to change it. I'm going to have it be... It's like um, it's like a stack of blueberry pancakes and some sausages. There you go. Yeah. Cup of coffee. The coffee it's feels really, correct. It's really like a full, a fully realized meal. It is, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But, and orange juice too. Yeah. Like you got the orange juice, you got the coffee, you got. But the the plate's like a little dirty. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's classic and not so classy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It feels full. like it's kind of greasy. Yeah, like it has it has hash browns on there that are like that are just like filled with margarine. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree. I might just stick with yours on that one. I feel like we kind of... The breakfast platter? Yeah. Yeah. I like that also, idea. shout out to uh, a delicious sort of dinery spot that Alex yeah. found by us. What's the name of it? Quick shout out. Uh... Oh, no. Alex. No. He's been saying their name this whole time. I promise we really like I can literally walk there. It's been probably one of my favorite breakfasts that I've ever had in New York. It's so it's good. It's so good. I'm going to find it. Check it out. Deserve. Alex is looking up. They deserve a shout Diner. out. Diner. Mm-hmm. Winfields. Win Winfield. Winfields. Winfields Diner. It's delicious. What the, What are the cross streets there? Oh, shit, I don't, don't want to give no, them that. Why not? Cause check out check out Winfields Diner in Brooklyn. Yeah, Winfields it's not like Diner we're giving away someone's home address. Yeah, but you know they don't know how close it is to us. Oh, you're worried they're gonna track us down. You would be shocked. Come find or you us. would you wouldn't be surprised. I dare you to look. Don't us. don't tempt. We that. have the briefcase. Don't. Tempt All right. <laughs> Don't tempt people. We might have a gimp. Hmm? No, we don't. Well, hey, Jack, you in here? Jack is not our gimp. No, Jack's not a gimp. Jack's Jack, far from a gimp. He's, he's a strong boy. He is a strong boy. Mm-hmm. You know, Full it, of wild independence. Yes. Mm-hmm. And not that, you know, we're not king shaming. Yeah. It's important to recognize. No, that. that's true. No shame to cons- consenting gimps. Yeah. But that gimp was not consenting. That was not consenting. Mm-mm. No. Anyway. 
uh, where you just wrapped up Pulp Fiction and we'll go on to our hopeful sponsors. Yes. Have you or a loved one experienced beef, 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 beef? Tired of all beef, your old CDs beef, skipping? Beef. Welcome to beef. Disc Cleaners. We'll clean your discs. We'll make those skips miss. If you want to watch a movie about an island of misfits, well, you just got to try this. Disc cleaners plus premium cleaners. We'll clean them. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to a commercial for... What do you call these, Luke? Little finger traps? Chinese finger traps? Chinese what finger traps. So we called traps. them as a kid. I think that's what they are. Mm-hmm. I you frayed the shit out of that. I did. I'm worse than Alex's I'm... fingers are too big, and he's fucking them up. My fingers are not too big for those. You think so? Yeah, I mean it's all frayed at the end. But I I just can't stop playing with it. Well, you're you're also picking at it. I can't. Stop so what's it. the advertisement for? Is it for finger traps that don't fray? It's for Weight Watchers, but for hands. Ooh. So your fingers can get skinny. That's nice. What's it called? Uh um. We'll just call it. We'll just call it um, hand management. Mm. And it's just a bunch of. It's just a, you walk in and it's really just a bunch of ropes and string mm. that you just kind of can pull at. Mm. And I'm gonna put this little finger trap next to my bed so that every day I can see the progress of my fingers getting skinnier and not getting absolutely stuck in them. Oh, that sounds cute. You, know you can. You, you should get them so skinny that you can put them into straws. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. You could pick locks. Yeah. <laughs> So I definitely had a whole uh, aneurysm there for a second. I like couldn't figure out what to say. Nice, me too. Oh, when you skipped? Yeah, when I skipped, I was like, I was trying to think of, I was like, beef mania, beef something. Oh, that beef was this. that was part of my advertisement. Oh, Don't you see? Yeah, that was part of your advertisement. Mm-hmm. I totally did it on purpose. Yeah. Sometimes we look into each other's eyes and are like, "Do you have a bit?" And I can I can tell when Luke has a bit. Yeah. Can you tell when I have a bit? Yeah. We're really good. I think sometimes Alex thinks I have a bit and I don't. And my bit face is kind of similar to my vacant stare face. (laughs) So it's a kind of a dangerous uh, position. But you're so good at improvising. Oh, thank you. You're 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 very good at it. Thank you. You should do improv. I should do improv. I would I would watch a show. You'd watch me do improv. improv. (laughs) What if I choked? (gasps) You wouldn't choke. I don't know. I know. I rarely rise to the occasion. I think if you were as comfortable and like in a group of people as you are as comfortable with like me and like the people in our household that's fair that's a different i feel like i could probably do that yeah Yeah. i'm sure you i'm sure it would be a little bit more difficult if you were like in front of strangers yeah but you know i was like do they like me yeah i've even noticed a difference when like do you remember when we were gonna do the video podcast the first time Mm -hmm. and like the whole energy shift that happened there yeah yeah well, you also were always like, let's do the video thing. And I'm like, I didn't shower. <laughs> I looked like a little bum boy. I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Just trying to, yeah. It's because I have a face for radio. No, you don't. Nobody told you this. Don't cry, you weenie. Yeah, don't yeah, do it. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's why. No, well, I'm going to shower one day. That's why. And then we're going to film it. We are? Mm hmm. When? Second season, baby. Second Get ready season. for the drop. Get, Get ready for the, the face reveal. Oh, this is the it. most important thing to talk about. We reached our one year like five days oh, ago. Oh, yes. Thank you guys so much for your support. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our rambles for a year straight. A year straight. Very inconsistent What do you posting. think would happen to someone if they were in solitary confinement and the only thing they could listen to was the Bucket of Beef show? I think they'd be fine. I think they'd be okay. Do you think they'd feel like we were their friends? No, I feel like they would think that we are their masters. Ooh. Yeah. Get gimped out. That would be, I, I would like, they would start sending us letters and we'd be like, wow, thanks for watching us. And then they'd be like, well, they're allowed like, to send letters. That's yeah. sweet. And then it'd be like five or six letter or, or five or six years later, they like knock on our door because we've been messaging them every day because we're both really kind people. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, hi. And they're like, hey, you messaged me. I like, we're friends. Like, like, can I come in? And I'll be like, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, come on in. And I'll, you probably won't be home because you'll be busy, but I'll call you and I'll be like, Luke, the fucking guy from solitary confinement's here. <laughs> and he'll be like, well, I'll be there soon. And he sits on the couch and he says, 
where's Luke? Where it's weird to hear one of your voices and also see your face. I'm gonna be like, well, Luke's gonna Luke, Luke will be here be here soon. You can I get you some water, some some bread? And he'll go, no, I'm okay. I'll wait for Luke. And he pulls out a microphone from his back pocket. Mm. and puts It'll be on, really small because this is in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he puts a big hat that's kind of like, you know those cheese hats? Imagine that being a cut of steak. And he just goes, I'll wait. And then he pulls out a gun from his back pocket because I'm like, well, Luke isn't here yet. And he's like, where is he? Call him now. And I go, Luke, I don't know if he should come. He has a gun. And he'll be like, he'll be like, don't worry about it. Just keep him distracted. And I'll go sit next to him, and I'll be like, hey, I know you said you didn't really want any bread, but I'm going to put some butter on bread for myself if that's cool. And he's going to go, yeah, no, that's fine. Like, I don't want you to feel, like, trapped because of me, even though I have a gun pointed at you. And I'll be like, yeah, I don't worry about it, but I'll have goosebumps all the way up and down my neck. Nice. And then two minutes later, the lights go out, and I'm like, he's here. And the guy's like, who's here? And then I hear, it's beefy, baby! And Luke kicks kicks the window in and grabs the guy's gun, takes out the bullet, and, and throws the whole gun at his forehead. And then the guy goes into solitary confinement for the rest of his life. That's 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 how that'll go. Incredible. I like how I'm the hero of this story. You are the hero. Aww. Always the hero. I swing, swing on through a rope. Yeah. With a rope. Big rope. Big old rope. I was at the rope store. That's why it took so long. Yeah, yeah. You were like, fuck, Where's I gotta find Where's your longest, some... strongest, biggest rope? <laughs> and then you take the stairs up to our apartment, like, up to the like, roof. They're like, explain, explain. I need to save someone. I need to save him. <laughs> I need to save my co-host. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you're in solitary confinement, you know. Yeah. Now you know how it's gonna go. Go down. Yeah, but it won't happen if you don't pull a gun on us. Solitary Steve. Solitary Steve. <laughs> Sideshow Bob. Poor guy, Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, guys, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at mm-hmm. Bucket of Beef Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a couple more episodes left. Uh, we're going to figure that out shortly. Mm-hmm. And we'll, uh, we'll be keeping you updated soon on when we're going to start recording those Star Wars Patreon specials. Yeah, man. So exciting. I'm excited, too. Thanks again to all of our patrons. We couldn't do what we get to goofily do without all of you really appreciate it if you want to join us on patreon go to patreon.com slash bucket show. show yeah that's where you're gonna find exclusive star wars content mm-hmm. maybe some spicy picks yeah don't tell them about that though not yet season three baby season three mm-hmm. season two or season, no season three season three we're not dropping the spicy picks till season three okay kind of edge them on you know you're gonna edge them for an entire season yeah damn okay well, guys, uh, my name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hodson. Thank you for listening to the Bucket Abuse Show. Uh, we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Stay goofed and googly. Flip flop. See, uh, what do I say? <gasps> Hit him with the outro. <laughs> Ending of the pod. He's a liar. He's a liar. <laughs> Beef. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the bucket. Bottom of the bucket. Yeah. Beef. Seasoned to perfection. Divine. Too wet. Beef. It's a masterpiece, baby. <laughs> Beef. Ew. Shut the fuck up! No fucking way! <laughs> Did you get that all recorded? Hell yeah.